Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here on Fantasy Football Friday, and instead of going solo today, we're going to bring in a guest host, our fantasy expert, Dalton. Dalton, thanks for joining us. What's up? Nice to nice to be join or nice to join you. I don't know about a foot fantasy football expert, but I'll give it a shot. Well, we'll <laughs> call you a fantasy football expert then. We'll just pretend everybody's an expert here. All right. So, uh, sort of a sloppy set of games this week. A lot of, you know, mismatches, bad defenses, good defenses. But that usually leads to big points on uh, either end if you're playing bad defenses. And then you got the, if scores are big, then you just got a lot of fake yards in between there. So, it should be an interesting week. Uh, you want to start out in uh, the quarterback category? What do you got in the uh, your t- as your top quarterback this week? Okay, as my top quarterback this year or this week, sorry, <laughs> this week I have uh, the reigning MVP in Lamar Jackson against the Bengals, and uh, the reason I put that up there is um, I actually put in my notes I said because dot 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 Bengals. <laughs> so I mean, uh, but other than that. Um, Lamar just balls out in in uh, division games, and so I think you know he knows the importance of uh, of that division and winning that division. You know the the Ravens don't lose to the Bengals, um, and so I also looked and and the the Bengals have given up quite a few points the last few weeks in terms of offense or you know um, offense and. So I just think that, you know, Lamar looks at that game and says, you know, we don't lose to the Bengals. And he, and he turns it up to uh, – turns it up a notch and goes back to his, you know, his MVP ways. Yeah, I, I like that. I have Lamar as my number two ranked guy, uh, mostly just because there was a little bit of a ankle issue this week. And I, I was a little yeah. more concerned that if, if they get up, they might, you know – pull him out. This was one of those games I was talking about where the Ravens probably get up on top pretty quick. And I was a little concerned maybe by the second half, you know, they're sort of just having Lamar sit back in the pocket and throw instead of running around my number one quarterback of the week. Now this game might not be played, but we'll go on as it's going to be played as Josh Allen this week. I'm not a hundred percent sure the Titans actually have any, uh, corners or safeties that are going to play in the game so if that's the case I'm not sure they've been practicing and I don't know who's going to be in there so if that's the case Josh Allen has been lights out this year so far so I had Josh Allen moved in there at number one for me I just think if they're gonna just score a bunch of points this week especially if what I have heard about the Titans corners and safeties are true but also the game has to be played for him to score points and I'm <laughs> for sure yeah for sure. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sold that that's totally going to be the case but if it's Stupid played COVID yeah <laughs> but if that's going to be the case I I have Josh Allen in there as my number one and I got Lamar number two because uh, that Bengals defense is really bad and yeah, yeah. Even if they pull him out that first half, they're probably going to light up a bunch of points. Who do you have in at number two? All right, so number two, I went with uh, 
number one fantasy quarterback right now in terms of points. Uh, I've went with Russell Wilson against the Vikings. And so the reason I looked up and I looked at the Vikings, the Vikings in four weeks of football have given up 43, 28, 31, and 31. So I just look for Russell Wilson to have a big game against a very porous Vikings defense. Um, so I look, I look for him to put up a ton of fantasy points. I almost went with him with at number one, but I just think that that Lamar is going to play angry on Sunday, so uh, I, I decided to slide him in there at number two. Yeah, that's a good call. I had Russell <laughs> as my number four, mostly just because uh, I thought maybe they try to get that running game going a little bit, and maybe they pull yeah. back a tad on <clears throat> you know having Russell throw you know so much. Now, if the running game doesn't get going and with Lockett and Metcalf out there. I mean, they're going to score a lot of points. And the Vikings' defense, like you said, has been really bad this year. Now their offense has started to come around, but that just leads to a shootout, which leads to more points. So I I like your Russell Wilson at number two there. Uh, We already went over my number two in Lamar Jackson. My number three is Patrick Mahomes. And uh, that's just because the Oakland Raiders' defense, we're, we're having a sort of plan here of bad defense good quarterbacks going against very <laughs> yes, bad defenses for sure. for sure like you said got a lot of favorable matchups in the quarterback slot this this week so so my number three was Patrick Mahomes I don't know how much needs to be said he's really good at playing quarterback and he has a lot of weapons so I look for Patrick to really <laughs> put up the points this week and I just uh think he might be a little better than Russell this week so who's your number three this week? All right, so number three, I went with a bit of a homer pick. And uh, so no shame here. Please don't shame me. I already know how bad it is. I'm a Cowboys fan. So, <laughs> uh, but I went with Dak Prescott against the Giants. Um, I think, well, I, I hope. I hope we finally get another win this week, a convincing win, I hope. Um, but, but Dak's been balling out and I, you know, it's a, it's a contract year for him. So, uh, and he's been killing it. You know, I think he's had, had back to back weeks of, uh, of, of 500 or close to 500 yards at least. Um, and you know, we've got all the weapons in the world. We just can't keep anybody from scoring. So, you know, if we could keep people from scoring, we'd be a dangerous team, but you know, that's, that's. Well, the Giants Probably might be the so. team to keep from scoring since they haven't been Gosh, able to score. Yeah, so. so. <laughs> <laughs> but then as bad as that defense has been, I, <laughs> it's terrible, man. Terrible. Uh, I, I'm with you here. I moved Dak a little down because I don't know. I watched you know last week's game with the Giants versus the Rams and the defense. I don't want to say looked good, but they looked a little spunky. So I thought, you know, yeah. maybe he doesn't hit his 500 yard plateau and. Possibly if they get up for a change and they don't have to, you know, launch deep balls the whole Gosh. fourth quarter, they might tell me about it. Might actually get to run Ezekiel Elliott instead of throwing him bad swing passes out of the backfield and have him Gosh, drop him. Yes. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so I had him move down just a tad here, and uh, I had him as my number six. No shame there. I just last <laughs> week's game versus the Giants made me think their defense. I wouldn't say good, but they at least sort of made the Rams look average. But that might be a yeah, lot. Yeah. That might be a lot more geared towards the Rams than uh, the actual <laughs> Giants defense, and I might be reading too much into it. Uh, my number five guy on the week was Kyler Murray. Uh, that's just a total 
they're playing the Jets, and that's just a freebie. If you can find a quarterback playing the Jets, I'd, I'd advise definitely taking him in daily fantasy. And if you can just fi- have a chance to get him in your uh, year-long league, I'd, I'd go with anybody versus the Jets. So I, I moved Kyler up there, and even though I like the Jets this week, I think that'll be a pretty offensive game, and I, I like Kyler Murray this week after sort of two down weeks in a row. So we were actually spot on with that one. I uh, I also had Kyler Murray as my number five quarterback, and uh, again, I, I looked at the I, lo- I looked at the matchup and immediately went, "Oh, that could that could be a big point scorer there." Um, and I looked, and the Jets' defense has given up twenty seven, thirty one, thirty six, and thirty seven. So they have progressively gotten worse. Um, and so, yeah, I th- I just see – I look at that matchup. I look at the Jets. When I look at the Jets on a, a, on a schedule, I automatically think that somebody's going to score a lot of points on them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I had Kyler Murray as well. Yeah, we 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 pretty much had the around the same five. I I just sort of – I think the Jets' defense probably a little worse than the <laughs> – than the Giants' defense. I don't know if that's yeah. entirely true, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know that whole that whole division, NFC East. Might as well just rename it NFC Least. Yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, so those are our top guys probably for the week. Uh, do you have any guys you think probably will let's say jump above what you initially look at? Well, so. You mentioned, and I don't know if this is one. Not, I, I wouldn't really call it a surprise pick or anything like that. But you mentioned Josh Allen against the Titans. Yeah. I didn't really look anything. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I guess I didn't look into who they had on their their ineligible list for COVID or whatever. Um, but I had Josh Allen slated as number eight, and I am keeping my fingers crossed for a big week because I've got him in a few leagues. So I definitely need him to have a big week. But um, I think Josh Allen. And then another one, I guess this is my biggest surprise. Um, and, again, it pains me to say this, but I have Daniel Jones cracking my top ten. Yeah, where I have him at number nine in my top ten. Yeah, he's number ten, and uh, it hurts me to say it, but the our defense, man. Yeah. The Cowboys uh, defense is terrible. It's become like every week I look who the Cowboys are playing and I automatically go look at what the price is on FanDuel for that quarterback. So I saw that and I was like, oh, Daniel Jones is going to end up being a top 10 quarterback this week. So we both are on the same wavelength there. Daniel Jones. Now, we might come to regret that once we actually watch him have to play. But Oh, gosh, I know. The Cowboys defense is is pretty bad. Uh, the other one I sort of moved in there is I, I moved Teddy Bridgewater up to eight, much the same reason as the Cowboys defense is bad. The Atlanta Falcons defense possibly might be worse, judging by it's the only Cowboys win so far this year. Oh, so. my gosh, I know. It, listen, that – they're just major choke artists. I don't know how they do it, but they find a way every week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I moved Teddy up there. Their offense has been pretty spunky this year. And so I, I had Teddy and Daniel in my top 10. Uh, were there any guys you definitely wanted to stay away from in the quarterback world? Well, okay. So this is another bit of my um, being a Cowboys fan it's where this comes in, but Carson Wentz is not good. Oh. He is not good at football. I have him down at twenty four. I, I didn't like that Steelers matchup, and I don't exactly. know if they. I don't know if they have any offensive linemen left either. <laughs> no, I, that's what I'm saying. And so I had Car- I had him down at twenty one, um, but 
that matchup with the Steelers, I just do not think is very favorable for him. Another one that I'm a little bit worried about, he's he's kind of shown out the last couple weeks. Um, and I wouldn't I wouldn't put him as a, a definite no, especially in a league where you have a, a you know a lot of people. Um, Joe Burrow has really, really balled out, but I'm very, very nervous for him this weekend playing the Ravens. Yeah, we're on the same way, Malik, here. I have him down here at 21. I just, it scares me. That line is probably worse than the Eagles somehow, and playing the Ravens, I, it just has me really nervous if, if he can even get through the game. Now, they throw the ball a ridiculous amount of time, so he somehow seems to get nervous, numbers, but... Uh, this one makes me pretty nervous. So I, I had Joe as a – I would stay away from definitely this week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any others, good, bad, you wanted to talk about on the quarterback side? Uh, I mean, I just have the the few uh, – the ones that I didn't even rank, I put at 25 because we, we ranked 25. Yeah. I put at 25, flip a coin, and I think the two teams that I left off were the 49ers – and the Patriots, because I don't know who they're throwing out there at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, everything I read said Jimmy G, so I, I put him about mid-tier in my rankings just because they're playing the okay. Dolphins. But, you know, I probably should have just put whatever 49ers quarterback is going out I there. Say, I, must have, <laughs> I must have totally missed that one. But, yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm worried about that. Even if it's the Dolphins, I'm just I'm curious if Jimmy G does come back, how good can he be? Yeah. So, all right. So we'll move on to from quarterbacks and hit up the running backs. Uh, what do you have as your number one running back this week? So my number one running back, and I'm sticking with uh, the, as far as fantasy production, what the number one running back in terms right now. And, uh, again, a bit of a homer pick for me just because I'm a big UT fan. I went with Alvin Kamara versus the Chargers. Um, so not a a fantastic defense, not an absolutely terrible defense. But, uh, you know, the Saints are going to find ways to get him touches. So I'm going to stick with – I'm going to roll with Alvin Kamara and say he's, he, he'll have a big week this week. Yeah, that's definitely a good call. I, I bumped him down two spots because the two guys I have above him are playing much worse defenses. I'm – I wouldn't call the Chargers defense great, uh, especially without Ingram or uh, Darwin James in there, but they at least seem to know what they're doing. Uh, my number one guy was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus the Raiders. I Chiefs probably get up pretty big, and this just seems like a game where, you know, this is the reason they drafted him for. You know, plug him in there. You don't put Mahomes in jeopardy. You don't put Kelsey in jeopardy. You just pound the rock sort of the second half with Hilaire. So I, I've moved him in there versus the Raiders in a – Pretty decent matchup, I thought. All right. All right. So, what do you have for number two in there? Two. All right, number two, sticking with my homer picks again. Seems to be a theme here, but um, I went with Zeke at number two. Uh, he's been struggling as of late um, with fumbles, which we haven't really seen in his, you know, four, I guess, four years now, four or five years now as a Cowboy. We haven't really seen that Zeke, um, but much like I was saying earlier with uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, I just think that Zeke realizes this is a, a division opponent, and uh, I, I think he might play angry against a very mediocre defense. So, Yeah, uh, 
this is probably the first one we a little bit disagreed on. I, you know, I have him at number 10 just because the fumbles have been a little concerning. Yeah. And they, uh, what's more concerning is they get behind and then they, you know, sort of abandon him. It's sort of been 12 to 15 carries a game instead of, you know, 20 to 24. It's so frustrating. So it's so frustrating. It's, he's not really getting his yards. And I just didn't quite know how this Giants game was going to play out. So I was like, well, if they get behind again, we're going to see Elliott just catching swing passes, which is not totally his skill set. And that seems to be where the mm-hmm. fumbles and drops come in. And that seems to get him sort of weirded out in the head a little bit. So I dropped him down to number 10 just because I just haven't liked the way he's looked this year. Uh, my number two guy was Dalvin Cook, and he's just he's actually been the whole Minnesota offense pretty much this year. And the Seahawks defense has not been very good at all. So... I moved Delvin Cook into my number two spot, and I had Alvin Kamara in at my number three spot. What did you have at number three? So number three, I'll pick up where you left off, and and I put Dalvin Cook as well. I looked at um, his touches earlier, and he's had back-to-back week of 20-plus carries with 130 yards. So, I mean, they're, they're like you said, he is the entire Minnesota offense. So they're going to find a way to get him touches, and uh, – and so, yeah, I think Dalvin Cook is an excellent pick. Yeah, good call. Um, my next guy, I don't love it, but uh, he had pretty big games versus the Chiefs last year. I got Josh Jacobs in at number four. Just they, They'll definitely want to control the ball and control the rock, so I think they'll pound Josh Jacobs. He's been a little – I wouldn't say he's been great after a, a real good week one. So I think this is a game where he gets back on track. Uh there's still a question whether Chris Jones is going to play this week. So without him, you know, plugging up the middle for the Chiefs, I, I sort of like Josh Jacobs' matchup this week. So, all right, continuing on with my number four, and again, this is a whole uh, if the game is played. Um, I've got Derrick Henry in at number four, and my notes for him is, in all caps, workhorse. I mean, that they just – that's what the Titans' offense is, much like we were talking about with Dalvin Cook. Uh, they find a way to get him touches. Same thing with Derrick Henry. They find a way to get him touches. You know, they're a very old school football team. They don't they don't abandon the run if it's not working. They're going to get Derrick Henry the touches, and Derrick Henry is going to make you pay. Um, you know, from time to time, whenever he gets the touches, he's he's going to bust bust a few open. So I got Derrick Henry in there. And then just going ahead and going with my fifth one, I've got what you've got at number – I think you said number – do you have Clyde Edwards-Lair at number one? Yeah, I had Hilaire at number one. Yeah, I, I have Edwards-Lair at number five, and he's had three games, 16-plus touches uh, carrying the ball. So, And he's seeing uh, a lot more um, targets receiving. So uh, I like Edwards-Lair there in that matchup, like you said, against the Raiders. So. Yeah. I, I moved Henry down on my list mostly because I just – I don't know how the game's going to go. I don't know what the Titans have been doing, and I don't even know if it's going to be played 100% yet. So I just moved him down to 11. Now, if they played and the game's normal and everybody's good, you know, he's definitely, you know, a top five back. That was more just a COVID-related ranking than any. Uh, For sure, yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, any uh, sort of sleepers, guys, you think will have a big week that might not be, you know, household top-ranked guys? Well, so this is one that he's – I've got him high up. I've got him at number seven, and um, 
I guess you would call him a bit of a surprise this year. Um, but I've got Jonathan Taylor at number seven. Again. <laughs> I got I Taylor at seven as well. I don't know how that worked Dude, out. He has been such a surprise. He's just burst onto the scene so fast. And uh, and Jonathan Taylor, just uh, he's he's another one. He's a downhill runner, and and the, the Colts are going to find a way to get him the ball. So I, I love Taylor. Yeah, I, I, I love Taylor this week. I, I moved him up there at number seven. And the way that Colts offense has been running where they've just really been pounding the ball, they haven't really put much into Phillip Rivers' hands. So I had him up there. Uh, I had Melvin Gordon up there as well just because the Patriots have a handful of question marks on defense due to COVID-related issues. And Gordon looked pretty good last week. So that was more a COVID, I think, Gordon could break out ranking up instead of the Derrick Henry COVID-related rank down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't sure, know. And I hope you are totally right because, again, I need Gordon to have a big week. I've, I've, he finally had a week. I've been waiting forever for him to have last week, so I hope that trend continues. Yeah, I, I he looked good last week. The line looked a little better. The, the only thing I worry about is they said Phillips, Lindsay's going to come back and maybe they said maybe get 10 touches, but – I don't know about that. and So I, I just liked uh, Melvin Gordon this week. Uh, the only one, other one I sort of – Le'Veon Bell's coming back this week. I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm going to lean to the sure, – yeah. I'm going to lean towards the good this week, especially with a nice matchup for the Arizona Cardinals. Mike Davis ran on him last year. I mean, I don't have him like high. I have him as like my 19th rated running back, but it just seemed like a – if he has anything left or the Jets' offense is so bad and Flacco's going to be playing quarterback, I assume he's going to get some touches at least. So yeah, I had Le'Veon yeah. Bell up there. Uh, the only uh, other one I sort of thought might have a decent week was uh, Josh Kelly taking over for as Eckler's hurt for the San Diego Chargers, though I don't love that matchup versus the Saints. The uh, Saints' defense line's been pretty stout run in the ball it's the secondary that's been a little light this year but he'll at least get touches definitely especially with a rookie quarterback in there on the road for sure so I had one more that I really really liked and then I've got one that I really don't like um that I would totally stay away from so I'll start with the the one that I really really like I have it at number 13 but this has potential to move up a lot higher and much like we discussed with the the quarterback deal where we had Kyler Murray up there, I also have Kenyon Drake at number 13, um, just a, a very bad defense. And, um, you know, I, I know it's difficult to have a, a quarterback up there and a running back up there as well and hope that, that both really do well. But uh, I think Kenyon Drake uh, against the Jets is a very, very favorable matchup. And then I'm sticking again with um, my hate on the Eagles, and I put Miles Sanders versus the Steelers way down there. And oh, I yeah, I have him way down there too. Yeah, they have the number one rush defense. They've allowed 54 yards a game, I think is what I'm looking yeah. at right here. Oh, yeah, 50, 54 yards a game. In their last game, they allowed 29 rushing yards. Yeah, I, I have so, him way down there other than – the only thing that would I worry about is Wentz is going to be under so much pressure. <laughs> He's uh, going to get sure. dump-offs, and, you know, if you're in, like, a PPR league, he might be able to pop some points on 
quick dump offs because Wentz will be under pressure so much. But I was, uh, of course, wasn't it? Wasn't it last year that Wentz? I don't know if you remember this game. It just sticks out in my head because again, I keep up with the Eagles because they're a division opponent. He was throwing a wheel route to a, to a, a running back out of the backfield. Uh, wide open, nobody within 15 yards of him. It looked like, and just totally blew it. Yeah. So that it makes me so nervous when it's throwing the ball. Yeah, I know. Even on an easy throw, like you were saying. Yeah, I I liked your Drake pick, but I think I've I'm a little biased because I've had him the last couple weeks in Fanduel, and he's burned me pretty bad. <laughs> oh gosh. So I I moved him. I punished him this week by moving him pretty far down my rankings, but I I didn't like it. But I I think I think it was two or three weeks in a row I've had Drake because his price was pretty decent on Fanduel, and he's sort of been mediocre. And they've been splitting carries with the uh, the Chase Edmonds kid, and I was like, okay, well. So I punished him a little bit this week, but he does have a. Very good matchup. I did identify that, but I, I think I moved him down just so I don't use him this week in Vandal. <laughs> uh, the, I had two other guys I, I was going to stay away from. Uh, James Conner, just because the Eagles, if I'd say they've done anything well probably the last three years, is their run defense has been really solid. That line sort of blitzes into run schemes that really stops the running back. So I didn't love his matchup this week. And uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, it's mostly just a overall Cincinnati Bengals versus Baltimore Ravens. I didn't want to touch uh, anyone there. Or uh, Indianapolis Colts. Kareem yeah, Hunt yeah, yeah. versus the Colts, Bengals. All right. right, right. Confusing Ohio cities. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other running back stuff you wanted to touch on? Uh, the only one that I'm – I've got him low, but – Again, it's potential to move up, and I actually made a trade for him, and I'm hoping – I don't know. I hope he breaks out, but I hope he doesn't break out in this game for sure. Um, but I think there's potential there. Again, going back to the defense, uh, Devonta Freeman against the Cowboys, I, I just don't know. I looked um, – actually, I was on Twitter, and um, there was a – uh, a, like one of those pro football focus. I don't know if it was exactly those. I know they do more college, but there was one that, that was grading defensive linemen against stopping the run, and it had the five worst at stopping the run, and three of them were Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's a good call. I had Freeman in at like 13 in mine. I yeah. My only hesitation is I don't know if he's a good running back anymore. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm so – I picked him up, you know, because I thought, well, maybe he'll get the touches with with Saquon being out. Um, but, yeah, I, the the defensive line against stopping the run, the three of them out of the bottom five being Cowboys just floored me. Yeah. Talk about making a, making your day awful. Well, I think the weird thing is their best one has been Alden Smith, who hasn't even been in the league for four years. <laughs> yeah, I know. How depressing is that? All right. So uh, we both sort of like Devontae Freeman, but I think we sort of are like, we think he can be good, but we don't know if he's actually good anymore. So – Let's move on to wide receivers. Who'd you have at number one in your wide receiver list? Okay, so um, I'll be totally honest because you sent me tight ends, and I did not look up wide receivers, but I will look right here right now. Um, I, this is on ESPN, so I'm looking at, at 
wide receivers at a good projection. And I kind of like the one that's rolling with right here um, in uh, DeAndre Hopkins against the Jets. Again, we're, we're picking on those bad defenses. Um, so I could totally see DeAndre having a, a huge day against a very poor Jets defense. Well, that's a good look up because my number one was DeAndre Hopkins versus a, <laughs> a very bad Jets defense. So I had Kyler Murray bumped up into the top five this week, and I, I went with DeAndre Hopkins as my number one guy. I, I really thought he was going to have a pretty big game this week. Uh, my number two guy was Calvin Ridley, uh, mostly because Julio Jones going to be out again, and the Carolina defense hasn't been great, and Matt Ryan will force balls to him. So I thought Ridley would have a big game. Uh, you got a number two, three guy. So at number two, I'm looking here, and uh, I really, again, it's just a theme. The defense is um, Tyler Lockett against the Vikings. I said it earlier, the Vikings have given up 43, 28, 31, and 31 in, in four weeks of football. And uh, if you're if you're giving up those numbers – um, you expect to put up a lot of points. Um, you, you expect to just demolish a team, unless your name's the Dallas Cowboys. So, <laughs> but I, I see, um, I see uh, Lockett having a pretty good game. Yeah, I, I had Lockett at seven and Metcalf at five. I, the only thing I, you never know which one's totally going to get the yeah. you know bulkhead of the reception. So. I and sometimes both of them get it. So I, I sort of I moved Lockett into the seven territory, Medcalf into the five, and I figured both of them would have a good game. The other one I have up there is Stefan Diggs. Once again, it goes with my the Titans might not have a secondary, and if they don't have a secondary, I look for Diggs to get open for some pretty large plays. So I moved him up quite a bit, and uh, the other one up there was uh, Tyreek Hill, who you know first the Raiders. Right. Probably should yeah. hit a big pass or two. I, I also had uh, Watkins and Hardman in there as it, one of them will hit a big pass, just sort of roll the dice and <laughs> figure out which one will hit the large pass boy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, I'm also going to roll with uh, Ridley, like you were saying, with with no Julio. Um, you know, that, that offense is so – they roll as as Matt Ryan rolls. So I think if if Matt Ryan comes out and they and they make their make it a point to make their game plan to throw the ball, um, I look for for Ridley to get a lot of targets. Uh, I also I'm seeing here is Michael Thomas questionable? Could he return this week? Uh, or is he definitely out? I've heard like conflicting. I've been going with they probably think they can hold him out another week, but. I would think so too. It says it says here questionable, so I, I just wanted to make sure on that. Yeah, if they um, haven't totally, he, he would definitely be up there for me. But, yeah, but yeah, I I don't see them rushing him back in. Well, that. that's that's what I went with. I I sort of they said questionable, but he hasn't like been practicing. So I was like, right, okay, yeah. and why would you if you can get away with not playing him this week versus the Chargers? You probably oh, are sure. going to sit him, and well, you know, if he plays, I'd move him up, but. I don't even know if he's that healthy, so I don't even know if I totally move him up either. Right. Uh, um, other than that, I, I liked your Tyreek Hill pick. 
and I I just got to stick with my my homer pick. I, I'm gonna roll with with. Uh, it's so hard to say because all three of them could have a good game, but um, I'm hoping for a big Amari Cooper game. Yeah, so, I ha- I have both uh, Cooper and uh, I have Lamb just outside the top fifteen, and I have Cooper at uh, number eight. Uh, the only one I, I have Gallup down just because it seems like he's been regulated to, you know. Either he gets a big player two down the field, or you know he sort of gets nothing. It's sort yeah, of he's se- more of a he's more of a deep threat guy. So the other two are, I think, who who Dak looks to more as far as short to mid routes. Yeah, so. that it just makes him hard to rank somebody like Gallup because you know if he hits his one or two big plays like he did two weeks ago, you're getting huge reward. But you know if he has a game like he did last week where he you know. He ends up with like two for twenty-two and like five hundred yards. That deck, they're right, yeah, they're like, gosh. okay, how does that work out? <laughs> so I trust C.D. Lamb and uh, Amari Cooper a little more, though I think I like Gallup a lot. It's just sort of hard to figure out where to play somebody who's so you know. It's sort of Deshaun Jackson like in the early days, where it's you know one game he might have two hundred yards receiving, and then the next week you got like three for thirty. Yeah, yeah, gosh. Uh, I had a couple guys I was looking at, uh, you know, sleeper-wise. Uh, Robbie Anderson of the Carolina Panthers. That's a – if anybody's watched the uh, Atlanta Falcons secondary this year, that's pretty much just free yards uh, all day long. Sure. They can't tackle, and they don't cover very well. So that's a pretty bad combo if you're a secondary guy. And I, I just like the way Robbie Anderson has played for Carolina this year. And uh, the other one was uh, Will Fuller. Uh, maybe a post-coach firing bump, and Watson gets on track and hits a couple big plays versus the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. But I, I didn't totally know where to put Watson in on the quarterback rankings because I hadn't thought he'd look great this year. So I put Fuller, though, in the top 10, thinking he'd be able to destroy the Jags this week. Yeah. So a couple sleeper guys that I think of. Um, I'm going to bump this one up just because I spoke with my, my Titans insider at school today. Uh, shout out Josh Pryor. And he tells me that Tannehill is getting A.J. Brown back. And so I think A.J. Brown could maybe, um, just de- depending on if, uh, if Tredavious White shadows him or not, um, but I think A.J. Brown could, could potentially have a good week. <clears throat> and then another um, – you know, we were talking earlier about how the the Seahawks defense hasn't been super great. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with a rookie and say uh, Justin Jefferson could maybe break out and have a have a pretty decent week. Yeah, I, I've liked the way he's looked the last two weeks. I, I took him last week in Fanduel. Kirk Cousins seemed to like to just throw jump balls up there to him, and the Seahawks defense has been pretty bad in the secondary. Uh, the only other sort of sleeper I, I was looking at was Marquise Brown. Uh, if this is a game he'll, you know, hit a big play on, I, I think this will be the game to hit. he'll hit one on. So I, I look for Lamar and Marquise Brown to hook up on a big play or two versus the really bad uh, Cincinnati defense. Any stayaways on the receiver side you wanted to – so one that this has been a stay away from me from for a, a while. I, I drafted him one year um, just because he's I don't know he he held elite receiver status I guess, but he is just 
progressively gotten worse and worse and worse. Um, AJ Green is somebody I would totally stay away with, um, especially against the Ravens. Um, I'm looking right here. They have him ranked as, as 38, so I'm, I know that's still – that's kind of low down there. But A.J. Green is, is someone that people – I think people still look at him and, and think back to his days at Georgia and think he's elite. But he is – I don't know. I don't know. I, it might just be that they move away from him and they're going with younger guys. Um, but I, I would totally stay away from him. And then the other ones that I would stay with, I'm going to go with a unit in uh, – in, <laughs> again, here's my hatred pick. I'm going to go with the, the Eagles unit. Do they even have a wide-receiving unit anymore? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Zach Ertz, they might as well move him out there. But that, that whole unit, I just think um, they, they're bad. They're really bad. And I, I don't know that maybe they're good. They just don't have experience. And so they just kind of get thrown out there. Yeah, so. uh, A.J. Green-wise, I, I didn't even put him in my like top 50 rankings. I, I had both. Boyd and Higgins that that seems to be who they're throwing to now you know they try to get you know a handful of plays to green a game but it's it's definitely he's way down definitely on the depth chart and it might just be you know his foot and ankle sort of made him lose any type of explosiveness that he had uh the only other I had a couple guys I I'd stay away from Julian Edelman until Cam Newton comes back I would not touch a New England Patriots receiver especially with those two terrible quarterbacks. And the uh, I didn't like Odell's matchup this week versus the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and also, I just haven't... The Browns' offense has really shifted towards more of a running attack. Now, he broke out last week, but that was also oh, on stop. two large plays. <laughs> it wasn't even huge pass plays. It was... Uh, wide receiver pass and then a oh. reverse which probably should have been stopped for about a 20 yard loss so oh those were my gosh. two receiver wise that i i didn't love the matchup this week uh any others you want to touch on on receiver or move to tight end we can we can go ahead and move to tight ends yeah okay we'll move to tight end i uh, i don't know how deep we wanted to go i think they're only about three tight ends worth anything anymore so oh for sure yeah uh who'd you have as your number one tight end well so i don't know how anybody could go against the guy after the week he had last week but george kittle against the dolphins um if you're coming off a, a 15 catch week you got it you got to put a guy up there plus there's not i i know we're a little bit worried probably about who you know what if jimmy g's gonna play um, if Jimmy G is going to play, then for sure he needs to be number one, no doubt in my mind. But a guy coming off a 15 reception week definitely is at the top of my list. Yeah, uh, our, I'm guessing our tight end rankings are probably quite similar. <laughs> I have Kittle number one too, and I there's a pretty big separation from Kittle and then the next couple guys on the list because you're, you're going to get Kittle every week and you know it. Uh, uh, my number two guy was I, I moved Mark Andrews up ahead of Kelsey this week just because I, I like the matchup versus the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and I I think uh, Lamar will get him at least a touchdown or two where you know maybe they pull Kelsey back a little bit in a game that's probably a little easier this week. So my number yeah. two guy was Mark Andrews. What'd you have at number two? I had Andrews at five, and I went with Kelsey at number two, actually, against the Raiders. So, uh, you know, I, I think that Kelsey um, 
I know they they work to get heel the ball and, and Watkins some, but um, I, I think when it really boils down to it, that that Mahomes loves what he's gotten in Kelsey, and if he needs out of a jam, that's his his guy. So I, I went with Kelsey against the Raiders. So I'll yeah, I, I didn't drop him far. I moved Kelsey to three. So it, yeah. I wasn't like he's going to have a terrible game. I just thought maybe <laughs> Andrews might grab a extra touchdown or two as yeah, they yeah. try to bump his stats up. Uh, my number four guy, I will continue to live on the edge and be disappointed. Uh, I have Evan Ingram at number four. Like the uh, match. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I like the matchup this week for the Cowboys, but technically speaking, I think I've done Evan Ingram somehow in FanDuel like every week, and he has not been good really the whole season, but he does have a lot of skills. I don't know if the Giants' offense have a lot of skills, but I'm hoping. His skill versus the Cowboys' lack of defensive skill sort of merges into a halfway decent game this week. So I bumped Ingram up to number four on my tight end list. Yeah, he's number three for me. So, again, that's one that I I hate to pick it, but till the till the Dallas defense tells me otherwise, I'll, uh, I'll stick with him up there at, at number three. Uh, I just think that when you look at the defense that bad, yeah, for Points sure. Points are going to be scored for sure. Everybody, if, in every single Cowboys game, everybody should take the over for sure. Yes. Uh, my number five guy was Waller. I, I think he has a pretty good game versus the Chiefs. Uh, they'll definitely dink and dunk their way around it, and uh, the Chiefs' secondary doesn't match up great versus Waller. So I like that matchup. And I think, uh, you know, after he had that big game versus the Saints, I think, two weeks ago, and he hasn't been great. But I think he bounces back this week. What do you got in your number five? I, I've got Waller at four, like you just said, at five. And then I have Andrews at five. You got Andrews so, at five. Yeah, yeah, Waller. I like Waller against the Chiefs, too. Um, just, again, that's another one, much like Kelsey. I feel like if, if Carr gets in a bind, uh, that – that could potentially be his go-to. Um, and then Andrews, like you were saying earlier, very favorable matchup against the Bengals. So uh, I like I like Andrews there at five. Okay. Uh, sleeper tight ends, I guess this means they probably catch a touchdown this week. I, I didn't see any that were going to like – I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're going to break out for huge yardage. Uh, Mo Alley-Cox has been good a couple weeks in a row for the Colts. And uh, Phillip Rivers – has always liked to throw to his tight end. So I, I marked Mohali Cox. I, I put him at number six here, and I, I thought maybe he, he'd continue his hot streak. You got any sleeper tight ends you liked? I had Mohali Cox a little bit down, um, and I couldn't tell you why. I just I, – I don't know. De- he, he definitely wins in the name category. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think that sounds awesome. Um, maybe that's I, why I bumped him up. <laughs> yeah, must, yeah, so – I've got another pick I'll get to here in a second, just based solely on, on, on looks, but like, um, another one I've got is, uh, I've left him on the bench a couple weeks and, um, I, I wouldn't call this a Homer pick, but Dalton Schultz against the giants for the Cowboys. Uh, he, I've left him on my bench and he's burned me a couple weeks, uh, weeks two and four, I believe he's had 15 plus points games. Um, so I don't know. I I would say maybe sleeper. I have him at number ten. But uh, week one, whenever whenever Jarwin tore his ACL and he came in against the Rams, 
he he literally looked he, like he couldn't catch a cold. It was bad. So I, I've left him on my bench. He's he's told me not to leave him on my on my bench. So I'll, I guess I'll roll with Schultz. Um, another one I like, and I have this guy as well, uh, Tyler Higby against the the Washington football team. I think um, I think that's a pretty good matchup, and and uh, I, I like Higby's matchup there. Yeah, I, I, I like his, Higby's matchup as well, but. I, I might be a little biased, too. I, I just like Tyler Higby. I like that Western <laughs> Kentucky football team when he was there with Brandon Allen and all those guys. So yeah, yeah. I seem to always move Tyler Higby up, and then I get, like, my three for 30. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Um, uh, the only one that I didn't love this week, I, I didn't like Zach Ertz's matchup, but that's just a overall Pittsburgh Steelers defense really good, and I don't think the Eagles offense is going to be that great. So Ertz was the only one I had truly marked as I might stay away from, but he's going to get targets, so it's hard to say, like, oh, don't play him. But I just didn't like his matchup this week. Yeah, I have him I have him still pretty high. Um, I have him at number seven, but just like you, I, I don't know about Ertz. I, I know he's going to get the targets, um, but that Steelers defense. I don't know how accurate the targets will be either. <laughs> That's very true. That is very true. Um, so uh, another one that I would maybe stay away from, and uh, I have him down. He, he was he was good in, um, in uh, Cleveland. I've got um, – Austin Hooper against the Colts. I just that's another a, a or I'm sorry, he's still in Cleveland. I don't know what I'm saying, but Austin Hooper against the Colts, I don't I don't yeah. like. Even you know Baker Mayfield usually tries to find a way to get involved, but just this Colts defense is stingy. Yeah, um, I, I I pushed Hooper down you know pretty far too, especially what I've seen from Cleveland the last couple of weeks. They haven't even trusted Mayfield to really throw the ball a lot. That. That was probably the most disturbing thing about that Cowboys game was Baker didn't even play all that well. It was the rushing attack and a couple trick plays. Oh, gosh, I know. All right. It's disappointing. Uh, <laughs> any other tight ends you wanted to touch down or touch on, or are you good? Oh, oh the one I mentioned, I, I had him dead last. I don't, I don't even know the guy, but, man, Dawson Knox has got a – nice head of hair he's for the bills i don't even know if you know who he is i do i i I, I put him in at 19 uh but i only put him in at 19 based on the matchup of the titans might not have a secondary so hey he he i i was scrolling through tight ends earlier i saw his picture i was like that man has a nice head of hair so yeah he he's does gonna find his way onto the list all right. Well, that wraps up our fantasy football podcast for the week. We want to thank Dayton Dalton for joining us this week. And that's our show, and we're out. Bye.